Hello and welcome to the B and B Show. Not the clown song, as you would think, but it is in fact yeah. The title of that song is "The March of the Gladiators." Could you imagine? I just think of a little car, you know, with a lot of little clowns coming up. Shoved into a Denise mobile. Oh my! I love you, Mrs. Beasel. You're awesome. Hope you're all doing well today. It's good yes. to see you. It's good to be seen. I am Kevin Besaw. And I am Andrew Blalock. <sighs> yeah, Blalock. 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 Did, did, did they say Besaw any other ways? Bashaw. Ooh, Bashaw. Besaw. Really? Besaw, yeah. Um, sounds like a tool. Besaw okay. was a big one. Besaw. That I'm sounds like, French, because you are French. Well, I was like, there ain't no H in that. <laughs> people, why are you sticking letters in there? there? Well, Blalock, Blay, because there's a people think there's a Y, but... A why? You just said why. Why? What? What are you talking what about? What are you doing? Why is he? <laughs> what? Whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying why. What weird way? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like our favorite. One of our favorite preachers. <laughs> why is he spoiled? Yes. Yeah. Blay. Yeah, they like blay with a y and. So they say blah. Okay. Yeah. Now, and to get it right, by the way, my wife Sarah is with an H. S A R A H. Okay, good. Because I thought I was saying I, I had it spelled S A R A. No, it's like in the Bible when he gives him Sarah. It's Sarah. with the H. Sarah. <laughs> and um, you, it's not B E E E E E S A W. It's just B- that, that happens e- a lot, actually. Uh, the B, multiple E's. Yeah, it's like a B, like the one that's going to fly around and pollinate everything. No, not. <laughs> yeah, it's just B E. Yeah, yeah. B-E. Common mistake, but it's okay. B- Kevin Lisa saw when I was playing basketball in college, the the fans. Fans, <laughs> my friends. The, fan, the one. <laughs> Let's ask the fan. Yeah. yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> they they literally held up a sign with a bumblebee and a saw on it. Put in B saw. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Dead oh, serious. We need to do that. Yes, that That's was so that much fun. We need um, that merch. You know what was fun about it? Because I was sitting on the end of the bench, and they're like, "Put in B saw." <laughs> And then coach would say, B-Saw, we're up or down by 30, so even you can't mess this up, so go ahead. That's awesome. <laughs> so you followed orders. You didn't rebel. That's correct. Oh, segue. Segue. We were talking about things that yes. grieve the heart, the heart of, of God. God and yeah, we, t- we, we try to be positive on this show Yeah, most of the time, and we like to talk about the things that delight God. Yeah. And things that, there are a lot of them. Yeah, and things that God wants as priorities in our life. Yeah. Or how to handle the hard times in life mm-hmm. for God. Yeah. Once in a while, I think it'd be important, incumbent on us oh, to yeah. also talk about the things that, like you said, grieve the heart of God. I think sometimes we forget, Brother Kevin, that God is a person. Yeah. Like an actual person, not just not not just Jesus Christ who is made flesh. You know, God in the flesh, yeah. manifest. Uh-huh. God made manifest, but He is someone that can feel deeply. Yeah. He is someone that can be hurt deeply mm-hmm. by our actions. He is affected. Yeah. By us. He is self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. He is autonomous, meaning he doesn't need anything or anyone. Right. And he can never be injured. He can never be, you know, moved aside or or defeated in any way. Right. Mm-hmm. He is the almighty sovereign one. Right. But he is affected by the things that we do. Well, that's exactly right. Um, he can be hurt. He can, the Holy Spirit, you know, so yeah. it can be grieved, grieved or even yeah. seared. You know? Right. And and I think if we're going to have the whole picture of our Christian life, we need to talk about what really grinds God's gears. Oh, <laughs> what yeah. really No, what, I always yeah. I always liken it to, you know, there's certain things I do because I love my wife. Yes. 
And there's certain things I stay away from because I love my, in other words, I don't want to disappoint her or, or grieve her because I, you know, I'm in a relationship with her. I love her. And in the same way, we're in a relationship, those who know Christ as our Savior, in a relationship with God. And yes, there are certain things that we do that can grieve his heart and certain things that if we, we can stay away from, you know, that please God. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about a couple of those things today. We are. And I think specifically this this word rebellion. Um, I don't want to talk about rebelling. I'm rebelling against I'm what rebelling you guess what you're going to say. Yes. Kevin has a verse, 1 Samuel 15. What does it say, Brother Kevin? The Bible says, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Ouch. Ouch, yes. And stubbornness is as the iniquity of... Idolatry. I'm sorry, I can't see my eyes. It's over here, sorry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. Ooh, there's some good stuff here. Yeah, there is. He hath also rejected thee from being king. That's a very interesting verse because it gives the definition of rebellion right in it. Yes, it does. And it's essentially this. Pretty clear. It's rejecting the word of the Lord. Yeah. It's rebellion. Yeah, and that is the original sin. Yes. We had perfect creation. Mm -hmm. Everything was great. And then what happened? And people ask, what happened in the garden? It's very simple. The rebellion. Rebellion. Um, and what and how did that rebellion come about? You just said it by rejecting mm-hmm. the word of the Lord. Yea, hath God said. Yea, hath God. Yeah, you know it's interesting. The very first question mark that you find in Scripture is "Yea, hath God said" from the from the devil himself. Interesting. Interesting. That's a that's a that's a sermon right there, buddy. Uh oh. Park on that. Uh oh, it's happening. So I think, and this isn't just like. Obey your parents, but we'll get to that. Yeah, that's part of it. But <laughs> but it goes far deeper than that, because even like if you have a problem with obedience in the home or respect for authority and all that yeah. kind of stuff, it, it goes way deeper, and it's a way more ancient problem Yeah, absolutely. than people realize. Uh, people call it the original sin mm-hmm. for a reason, and people say it's pride. Well, that pride comes from rebelling, wanting mm-hmm. more. So I think we're going to split this, Brother Kevin, into two halves yeah. to understand this this thing that grieves, I think this grieves the heart of God more than anything. Right. There's other things, too, we might go into one day, but definitely this. Because more than anything else, rebellion breaks fellowship. Yes. And that's what he wants more than anything, is fellowship mm-hmm. and glory and love and restoration. But rebellion destroys that mm-hmm. completely. So we're going to, break again, break it up into two groups. One is the form of active rebellion. Right. So, And you have a few characters that, you know... You definitely illustrate with that. Who's one? Well, obviously, we've already mentioned the original sin. Adam is somebody who had the commandment right in front of him. God told him specifically in Exodus chapter number 2, and then in Exodus chapter number 3, Eve was beguiled, the Bible says, but then Adam took knowing exactly what he was doing. Yes. And so he had a command right, he knew it, and he knew it was wrong, and yet he did it anyway. That's an example of of active rebellion. And then you continue on in the book of Genesis, you've got Cain, who, you know, he knew what he was supposed to do. The word of the Lord, it's clear instructions. Yep, the word of the Lord came. And he he brought of the fruit of the ground, where as his brother Abel brought a sacrificed animal to, to yes. him, and then he went ahead and Cain killed Abel. Yeah. You go ahead into the New Testament, you have people like Herod, yes. who who outright defied, and there's and he knew better too because God said God even committed to him like you mm-hmm. you know who God is and yet you elevated yourself. Yeah. Then you think about the, the prodigal son in the book of Luke, I think it's chapter ten or eleven. Yeah. Where uh, he basically looked at his father and said, "You're dead to me. Give me my inheritance." And peace out. out. Uh, it's, it's the SpongeBob. I'm a head yeah, out. That wasn't a that wasn't a self that wasn't a unconscious decision. That mm. was a deliberate, right, intentional action mm. of rebellion. Like I'm out. And so you got these characters. Who else you got written there? Satan, obviously. Yeah, yes. say, say, <laughs> that's right, kind right. of a, <laughs> a yeah, big uh, one. Obviously, and um, 
Yeah, Absalom, yep. David's son. And active rebellion, I think for us, sometimes we look at that and go, yeah, well, they're really bad people. And, and I'm not like that. Yeah. But you have to understand, active rebellion always starts somewhere. Yeah. You know, you might look, you might hear these stories and go, I'm never going to shake my fist at God. Yeah. Say, but you know what? There are a lot of people who used to sit in pews at Beacon Baptist that who are right now shaking their fist at God. You know, I was just, I was thinking that, you know, most of us right now, we don't struggle or you don't see the fruit of the root just yet, you know, this mm-hmm. active the rebellion. Works of the flesh. Yeah, yeah. It, it does start somewhere. Yeah, it does. Uh, that, that's for sure. But, you know, I, I was thinking about, I was reading Philippians today. And Paul was he's he's writing telling the Philippians about these people that that used to be, you know, in the church and now they're actively enemies against the cross of Christ. Yep. And that's active rebellion. They knew exactly what they're doing. And I want you to get this definition down. Rebellion is acting independently or contrary to God's word. And I Ooh, want you all to get that. That's good. It's you know, you know what you're supposed to do and you've made a presumptuous choice to say, no, I'm not going to do that thing, or I'm going to go ahead and do that thing that God says don't do. Yes. So it's acting independently from God and his word. A lot of times at Pensacola, you know, at Youth Week and stuff, a lot of mm-hmm. times when teenagers talk about like their their heart is broken, right? Yeah. And the Lord is doing doing amazing things. It's usually there are things I'm doing that I shouldn't. Yeah, It's active. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know I shouldn't do this thing, but I, I keep doing it. But the good news is the Lord understands that you are a sinner. That You know, Paul said mm-hmm. the things that I shouldn't do, I do. Yeah, that's the Apostle the Paul. That, yeah, this is Paul talking. But with every act of rebellion, with every bad decision of, oh, I shouldn't have done this, but I did it anyway, mm-hmm. right in, in that moment, you can be right with God. Yeah. I mean, Adam yeah. was restored. The prodigal son... Restored. Was restored, right? I want a fatty calf. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, over and over again, all of these horrendous acts of active rebellion mm-hmm. can be restored. It, yeah. It's not hopeless. But another thing is, how about you prevent it from happening? Yeah. And so the way you can prevent it is, what are the, what are the ingredients of active rebellion, mm-hmm. right? And it always starts in the same place, always. Selfishness. Mm-hmm. Every relationship, Brother Kevin just I mentioned. Want. <laughs> I want it now. Don't, Don't care how. I want it now. <laughs> Veruca, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of business are you into? Salt nuts. <laughs> Sorry, that's our Willy Wonka fans. But when it comes to active rebellion, you mentioned a relationship, right? Yeah. We don't view God like we're in a relationship with yeah. Him. It's like He's a benefactor. Yeah. He's a Santa Claus. And we just take and take, Ooh. right? Like he's he's like just this this big window of heaven. And we just open our gaping he's like mouths. a butler to bring. Excuse me, yeah, that's kinda, yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. But you don't realize like there are things that will actively hurt him, mm-hmm. that will wound him, that will yeah. cause him to be disappointed or or grieved. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Imagine grieving the one person who loves you more than anyone, who who created you and saved you. Yeah, but that happens when you look at him and you say, "I don't care." Yeah, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you say. I want what I want. Ooh, here's a little sidebar. You ready yeah, for yeah. this? You want to know why the devil works so hard at, at temptation? And, you know, he, he tries to, to get us to falter. And, you know, sometimes we blame the devil when it's not him, it's us anyways. But, um, <laughs> it's not that we're important to the devil because we're, we're not. No. No. But the fact that we're important to God, that's why he works overtime to get us into rebellion. He wants to hurt the heart of God, and when we rebel, that hurts his heart. Yeah. Did I get you off the track? Actually, no, that's actually, that drives it, baby. Drive it. That's fantastic. Because think about that, too. When, when you make a selfish act, mm-hmm. not only are you hurting yourself, because what you think is best for yourself is mm-hmm. not. It never yeah. is, right? Adam thought, Eve thought, 
that that looked good for me. The mm-hmm. fruit was good and to make thee wise. Yeah. But God knew, no, yeah. this is bad for you. Lot, you know, Lot looked at this, oh, Sodom's good for me. No, it's not, but yeah. he didn't care. It's selfishness. Not only does it hurt you, it hurts the heart of God, but it pleases the heart of Satan mm-hmm. because it hurts him. He's so th- th- this, this horrible dichotomy rebellion, that's why it's the sin of witchcraft. Yeah. Why would God compare it to something so heinous? Mm-hmm. Because of the menagerie, the horrible ripple effects. It yeah. destroys you, it destroys the ones you love, it grieves the heart of God, and it pleases the heart of Satan. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just bad all around. Yeah. But not just selfishness, but another active ingredient is pride. pride. It's pride. The me monster. It's simply saying, I know better. Yeah. So selfishness says, I want more, yeah. or I want better. Yeah. Pride is saying, I know, I know better. better. Okay. And you know that's Satan. Mm-hmm. Satan was that way. He looked at God and said, I want to be equal to God because I can be... I, I know, know more better. than I, you. I know more. <laughs> that's me when I walk into a GameStop. I know more than you. That's that's Kevin when he walks into a Top Golf or any kind of... <laughs> I don't know about all that stuff. Yeah, I, that's true. I, I know he walks into champs off the track or finish here. lines. He's like <laughs> we go to a, like a Best Buy or we go to a GameStop. It's, he's the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> like the workers are like, how? <laughs> Do you know what kind of Wi-Fi this guy needs? <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> Sir, you don't work here. Evidently, you don't either. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, yes, pride. Pride, says, yeah, there it is. I know better than I you. I know better. And that's yes. the that's the problem is that originated in the heart of Satan, but that was also the problem with the prodigal son. He was mm-hmm. selfish, and he also thought, I know what's best for my wife. Yeah. And now he's in, you know, eating the, with the husks with the pigs. Ugh, I, that is a, just a disgusting picture. Strong picture. Yeah. And Adam as well. He said, well, I know what God said, but honestly, I know better. Yeah. Like, and that's what happens every time that you decide to contradict God's Word. Not just not listen mm-hmm. to God's Word, but contradict God's right. Word. Um, and also, finally, for that ingredient very quickly, is just no love. No the ingredient of a rebellion is just you don't have love for God in your heart, because if you truly loved him like you say you do, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Joseph, right? You know, yeah. how could I do this great witness and sin against God, this deliberate action, because I love him enough to mm-hmm. not do these things? But not just active rebellion, Brother Kevin. And this is the more... This common, is, I think. Yeah, this is more common, and in, in, in a lot of ways, it's even more dangerous. It's way more dangerous, yeah. and that is passive rebellion. Passive rebellion. Oh boy, here we go. So, um, some examples. One, I one of the biggest, I think, is King Saul. Yeah, and he wasn't horrible. He didn't hate God. Yeah, but it just wasn't a priority for him. It was, Oof. and actually, this verse that you just read. First Samuel 15, 23, for rebellion is a sin of witchcraft, stubbornness, increased adultery, because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Guess what? He was talking to Saul. Yeah, yeah. That's him. And you know what's interesting about that, Brother Kevin? Thing. He said, because thou hast rejected the word of God. He probably would have said, well, I didn't reject it. I just, you know, he told me to kill all this and get rid of all this, and I just, I just didn't do all of it. Partial obedience is always disobedience. Yep. Always partial obedience, delayed mm-hmm. obedience. Yeah, is disobedience. Well, he, he thought he knew better than God in that in that situation. He's like, well, we could use the, the spoils yep. here, but God said, no, 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 destroy it all. Yep. Uh, what's this bleeding of the sheep? I hear, <laughs> I hear in my ears. That's why I love what Saul, uh, Samuel says there. He said, obedience is better. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's better. Mm-hmm. It's better than sacrifice. Better than meat. Better than things. Mm-hmm. Obedience and is better than whatever you think. Yeah, that's. But see, that's a lot of people. They make compromises. They change things. Well, you know, this will make me more successful, so that maybe I'll make more money and give to the church. Yeah. Or I can do these things, and I'll have more of an influence with these people. Maybe I have to change what I believe a bit. Obedience is better than sacrifice, mm-hmm. always. 
That's what he wants because he, he takes that obedience and he uses it. Mm-hmm. He could have he didn't need those animals, but he needed Saul's heart. Yeah. But that's the thing that he rejected. Um, not just King Saul, but you know, we mentioned Lot. You know, Lot wasn't an evil man. He no. just looked at Sodom and said, Well, yeah, like well, you well said, the Bible even says of, of Lot, righteous Lot. Righteous Lot. And and yeah. you know, Abraham said, if you spare this many people. But see, the problem is he was passively rebellious, but his because it was actively rebellious. Yeah. Because of his passive rebellion. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with passive rebellion turns into yep. active rebellion. Maybe oh, not man. you, but in your kids. Oh, that's a, that's a scary thing to think about. It is a scary thing to think about, but that's what always happens. When you look at the generations of God's people in Israel, mm-hmm. they would love God, but they also had the high places mm-hmm. and the groves. So they would worship other gods. But he clearly said, thou shalt have no other gods before me. If you have little idols in your heart, if you have things that take the place of God, and they're not the most important thing, but maybe I won't go to church today because I really like doing this. Yeah. Maybe I won't read God's Word. Maybe I won't do this. Maybe I won't... Because I still like these little things. That passive rebellion will turn into active rebellion. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not careful. Um, prodigal son brother. Oh, that we were talking about the prodigal son yep. who had active rebellion, and then but his older brother had... Uh, passive rebellion. Mm-hmm. He, he was like quietly, like I don't like this, and you know, thou was never killed for me, the batted calf, and I've been here. Yeah. A- and he wasn't the outright like shake my fist in the in the face of my father, but quietly, kind of behind the scenes, in, you know, in his heart, you know, be careful because God looks on the heart. Yeah. Um, One time, oh, I had a thought about that once, brother Kevin. I thought with him, you know, he was closer to the father. Yeah. But he was still outside his fellowship. Ooh. He was still standing outside. That's some good stuff. And yet the right father there. still he didn't ha- he didn't run to him. He walked to him, but he was still outside of his fellowship. He was still outside. There's a lot in that. that yeah, account, we man. could really unpack that. But yeah. that's passive rebellion. Mm-hmm. And the ingredients for that, very quickly, simply is apathy. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I don't care. Yeah, it it doesn't <laughs> seem that bad, but that's why Jesus Christ said when he wrote to that church, "I'd rather you be actively rebellious. Mm-hmm. I would rather you be hot or yeah. cold." Not lukewarm, because I will spew you out of my mouth. Ma- Imagine that that picture yeah. for the the Lord of love, the God of love, to say, I will spit you out because mm-hmm. you're lukewarm. That's that passive rebellion. That's just saying, you know, I, I don't really care. It's not because I hate you, God, but I'm just... Eh, because really, God can take someone whose face is hard against him mm-hmm. and turn him like Saul. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for thee to kick against the bread, but he changed that man's life. Right. Who's actively shaking his fist at God yep. and used him mightily. But when someone is just apathetic, mm-hmm. they're just milk toast. They're just rubber. You can't. You can't really that's, get. That's a hold harder of them. to work with. It is, and and God hates that. It grieves His heart just as much as when you're passive or rebellious as actively, mm-hmm. and not just apathy. But you talked about this one: is priorities. Oh, oh yeah, Pri- priorities. When you when you say, "Well, it's just not a priority," you know, like reading your Bible or, or coming to church or yeah. uh, things like that. It's you know, it's just not high on, on the list. It all kind of goes hand in hand, you know. Like I'm just kind of I don't care and lackadaisical about mm-hmm. my Christian life, but that's not the way God calls us to be. Now, yeah. why not be outright shaking your fist in the hand of God? It is still considered rebellion. I want to remind you again: all rebellion, whether it's active or whether it's passive, all rebellion is against God. Yeah, and God looks at it as wickedness, and God looks at it as the sin of witchcraft. It still grieves him. It still grieves his heart. Mm-hmm. You know. Imagine being in a relationship and you just don't care to talk to the person. You know, it's not and like you, you hate tell them. them. Either you tell them to their face, that's yeah. active. Yeah. Or you just show it by not doing it. Yeah. That's if passive. I went home from work today and I didn't say a word to my wife, and you, you know, 
and she's going to be like, well, what did I do? What's the, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's not like I'm like I'm not talking to you today. But if I just kind of you being killed on the spot, right there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but if I just go home and, and, and ignore her, that is it's passive. And, and someone and might approach you and say, hey, how come? He's like, well, I love my wife. Yeah, of course I love my I, wife. I, of course. Then why don't you talk to her? Why don't you spend time with her? Passive well, rebellion. because I was too busy doing, doing my, my dailies. Thing. Yeah, doing I, my da- I was on <laughs> Madden playing my dailies. I had to make sure that I, for my club, my clan there, I, I got all three games in so yeah, I yep. could get points for our I team. I had to hang out with my friends or yeah. my family needed this. or But you have a relationship mm-hmm. with your Savior, with your God. And when God's not the priority, these things happen. We put other things, you know, you're going to make time for what you make priority for, yeah. and re- whether you know it or not, you say, I don't have time to read God's Word, or I don't have time to pray. You've already shown what your priorities are. Yeah. If someone once said that the moment you start stop talking to God is the time you stop listening to God. Yeah. Because, because you know, it's like, well, no, I still love Him. It's like, well, if you're not talking to Him, then you're not listening to Him. If you don't listen to Him, then you're not going to love Him. You're yeah. not going to follow Him. And that's the dangerous thing. And that's the problem with passive rebellion is, actual rebellion is no love, but passive rebellion is just... Less love. Yeah. Again, it's just—it's eh. not enough. It's not. Paul said that the love of Christ constraineth us. Has a hold, yeah. But does that do? Is—is is he your motivation, or is he simply a notation on mm-hmm. your schedule? Ooh, is it motivation or notation? Yeah, uh, like a while he's, ago he's I was part of my life. I was yeah. I, a while ago I say this again. I'm gonna say it again. I, I was yeah. preaching the other night. He's not a part of the big picture. He is. The big picture. Say it to the kids in the back. Hey, kids in the back, who's not in here, who are not in here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. He's not a part of the big picture. He is a picture. So we're running out of time. You say, what do I do about this? Yes. How do I, you know, I I personally, I take the prayers of Scripture myself. Yes. And in Psalm 19, there is an excellent prayer uh, about rebellion. It says, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Amen. In other words, help Amen. me not to rebel against the Word of God. Like, I know what God says about certain things. Help me not to go against what God says. Yeah. Keep Amen. back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Mm. And then, of course, this famous verse, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart yes. be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Listen, God knows that I struggle, and God knows that you struggle, but keep these things constantly before Him. And if you know you struggle, God already knows it, so tell Him about it and ask Him. You know, sometimes I think about this, and I know we're running out of time. You're fine. we got a few minutes. I think about this. Sometimes I get overwhelmed with my own disobedience. I mean, I'm such a, a numbskull. You numbskull. <laughs> Undo this. <laughs> and I, you know, I tell, I ask the Lord, help me today, but help me next week, and then a week after that, you know, just for today, help me to follow your word. Yes. Help me, Lord, keep me back from presumptuous sins, and help me to please you just today. Yeah. And we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, but today, help me to please you. And that seems in my own personal life. A lot of our B&B shows, I've yeah. noticed that overarching theme. Like yeah. when we had the Lego block here, it's just day by day. And the problem with rebellion was always looking to the future. Yeah. Adam thought, well, if I eat this, then I'll make me wise. Yeah. Or King Saul, if I do this, I'll have that. You're always trying to obtain or do something for the future. But if yeah. you truly are trusting in God today, you're not going to rebel against him because mm-hmm. that's who you're leaning on. Yeah. Right? But if you're leaning on your own pride, your own self-assurance, or self-satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I need to do these things because this is what I want. That's when you fall apart. And that's why you see all the suffering in the world today, you know, about identity and war and all this stuff yeah. is because people 
are either actively rebelling against God because they don't care what he says, mm-hmm. or people don't love him enough and care for him enough to obey what he said fully. Some very interesting things to think about today, y'all. Yeah. Last thing I'll leave, too, and then we'll get out of here. Um, as I think of 1 Corinthians, in, um, first, let me get the chapter right. Yeah, 10, verse 31. You know this one. Where, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, mm-hmm. do all to the glory of God. If that is truly your motivation, yeah, then you won't have a heart of rebellion. Right. Because a heart of rebellion is someone who simply says, I don't either prioritize God mm-hmm. or I don't want God. Mm-hmm. So, And that also includes all authority in your life, your pastor, your parents. Yeah. You seek to honor them and to please them because that's what God wants. This Eat. is what God wants, therefore that's what he gets. Mm-hmm. Eat or drink, whatsoever do, all to the glory of God. And like you said, day by day. Day by day. Day by day. Don't grieve the heart of God. So today, rebel against rebellion. Ooh. Ooh. And as always, get off Facebook and get your face in the book. You mentioned a word about eating. So I'm going to go do that now. Yes, Have a great idea. day. We love you. Woo. <laughs>